I mean, listen, it was my hobby. That was my hobby. And <laughs> I would like do it in the car before I'd like meet up with him. And what? Like, <laughs> we all have a past, you know? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. I'm having the best week. It's the first time I've been here for like a full week in so long. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go week. <laughs> feeling it's a Tuesday. Just a, I had a solid Monday. I feel great. You really so, did have a solid Monday. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. I um, No, it feels nice to be back in like the routine. I have worked out eight out of the last nine days. I don't the know whole the time people, we've been back. I don't think that people would recommend doing that. But yeah. yeah, I didn't work out the whole time we were away. And I just felt, um, I've been feeling a little inflamed on my insides. And so it's been making me feel better. Well, okay. So I was surprised that you didn't know or you didn't remember that like, if you go to Europe for weeks on end, you come back and you eat American food and you feel fucked up. I didn't know. You were like, I'm so bloated. I'm like, yeah, bitch, that's what happens when you come back and start eating all the fucking chemicals we eat day to day. Like when you're over there eating all that fresh food and you come back and you're like, why do I feel like absolute dog shit? It's like, welcome to America. It's been taking me a minute to like bounce back from this. I, I bounced back, but I felt had that like hard bloat stomach uh-huh. for like days. I, I have it. I also say like, you know, I was really married to like wake up every morning, weigh myself, have a bad day for so many years. I'm just not like that anymore. It's only about how I feel. So I have no idea what I weighed before the trip. I have no idea what I weigh after. It's just, I don't feel good. And so I want to do stuff to feel good. So I I haven't stepped on a scale in years. Yeah, Just, I mean, Heather McMahon too. Like she was like, I was drinking two bottles of wine (laughs) in Italy to myself every night for a month. And now I come back, I have three glasses of rosé in America and I feel like shit. On a scale of like one to 10, I miss her honeymoon at like a 12. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. I'm sure you guys know Heather McMahon, but she's been on our show twice. We've been on her show and she just recently got married and honeymooned in Italy. And oh my God, it was the most fun thing to watch. And then (laughs) it was like towards the end, all these airline issues happened, the strikes. And I was like, what's going to happen? And they had to like drive. And she was like fucking with Jeff. I was like, this is my favorite show. When you wrote the finale. Is lit. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, I'm so sad her honeymoon's coming to an end, but the finale is lit. Okay, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash gg. So you know if you listen to the show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time 
for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash GGE. So you know what I want to ask people, and we don't ask this very often, but everybody's going on trips and looking for content to listen to on planes. Recommend us to a friend. Anytime you have a friend going on a trip, getting on plane, trains, automobiles, taking a road trip with your boyfriend, recommend Girls Gotta Eat to your friends. Everyone's traveling. You need something to listen to. Um, Those murder podcasts, they're going to give you nightmares. Fuck all the other podcasts out there. Listen to Girls Gotta Eat. So I ask you guys to please recommend us to other people. Put us in your Instagram stories. Keep tagging us. Just because we've been around for four and a half years doesn't mean we don't need you. Tell a friend, and I know why you're doing this. Why? Because you interviewed with Jared yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) You really inspired me. You were with Jared Freed and he's so good at doing this. I was um, sitting next to the board lord's bed. Oh my God. I didn't even show you this. I was in his bathroom taking photos. And what? He has this photo on the wall. It's very funny. It's a drawing of him holding a charcuterie board, <laughs> wearing an apron that says board lord, and it sits over his toilet. That's over his toilet. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I'm going to put on my Instagram. I need to get somewhere. over there. I need to be in Jared's home. Yeah, I will be on J Train podcast. I think this Oh, it was J Train? I was J Train. I thought we were doing Luxury Lounge. <sighs> I got to get back in that Luxury Lounge. <laughs> I loved it. I felt so at home. I really racked up really superficial, stuck up stuff to complain about, and then he flipped the script on me. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wonder what the video looks like because I, I ate this big salad before and I was having like really bad stomach pain. So I'm like wincing the whole episode. American food. American food. That wouldn't happen in Europe. Um, so speaking of repeat guests, by the way, Jared, Heather McMahon, um, we have a great guest for you guys next week. It's Nikki Glazer. We're so excited to have her back and she is the host of Fuckboy Island on HBO Max. And so we're going to be talking about the finale and the whole show. So watch it, guys. Yes, watch it. We're telling you now. Watch it, watch it, watch it. We have, we got, we got pre-screeners. <laughs> we, so we were able, we finished it at this point. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop. I loved the finale. I love the whole show. It's fantastic. It'll be out before our episode with her comes out on the 8th. Yeah, so F-Boy Island, season two, HBO Max. Nikki's so funny. And it's my favorite of the two seasons. I like the second one better. You do? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you know me. I do love the second season, but I love a, a first season because you really don't know what's happening. Right. Like the first season, you can't top it because you just are like, what is happening? I like the leads on the second season better. I liked all three girls a little bit better. And they bring back people from the first season if you guys liked the first season. Yes, yes. So watch that, you guys. Really quick, just going to talk to you about vibes only. We have the mango blowjob gel and the lube back in stock. Our lube and our blowjobs are superior products. Uh, and the Reina is coming soon. We promise it's as soon as we can get out there. So stay tuned for the Reina and for the vanilla frosting blowjob. Those are coming soon. And then get in the app because I will say that the new series in the app, it is this BDSM series uh, partner that's dominating you and it's going to get more intense and more kinky as the stories go on. And it is, I think, hands down the sexiest voice. And the story is so sexy. Like everything in there right now is just like, oh my God. <laughs> that's why Ashley continues to masturbate on her own. With her own. Listen, I am on fire. <laughs> I, my sexual energy is off the charts it and is. I feel like the app has to do you're with You're running that. sexual, you're running sexual you um, really, circles you around me. earlier said I'm running laps. I'm running laps around my vagina. I don't like it. Um, also in the app, we did a whole BDSM themed week. So we have yes. Colette, um, who is the dominatrix we've had on the show before. She is talking to you guys about how to use riding crops in the bedroom. Uh, and we have Kim Pham, who is a dominatrix as well. And she's talking about why you basically like shouldn't be intimidated by BDSM and myths surrounding it. So videos about that, the 
stories are so hot this week. Um, there is a three-day free trial, so you guys can get in there, check it out. And we are working on some updates yes. in the next couple weeks. So tons of good stuff. When I when we say coming soon, we mean in the next couple weeks, Raina will be back in stock. Vanilla Frosting. Yes. Raina will be back. She's boarded a plane. She's on her way to She's on her way. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, first class. We had Montreal. We're recording the day before we leave for Montreal, so we'll chat about it next week. I'm sure it was incredible. It's always our favorite thing ever. I cannot wait. And then um, again, maybe this is like the last week that we'll say this and bring the mood down, but we did push back our late summer and fall shows uh, we're postponing them. We're rescheduling them as we speak. We, we're working all this out and coming at a time that hopefully will be better for you guys and better for us and everything. So um, you should have received those refunds if you had tickets to Atlanta, Nashville, Charlotte, Philly, or Boston. Again, we're so sorry. We're so heartbroken. Thank you guys for being so kind and so understanding about all of this. And uh, if you have any issues, you didn't get your refund, reach out to your point of purchase. You absolutely should have. So maybe you missed it. Maybe always check your spam and things like that. But we really are sorry. We're coming. We just had a call on like, when this is all going to happen. And we're so excited to see you guys when we get back on the road. I am doing some stand-up. You want to come see me? You know, I already had a, a stand-up tour in the works. So I'll be in Chicago, August 11th and 12th. Maybe some tickets left for that show on the 11th. That was the third show that I added. And um, coming to Denver, which I'm so excited. Comedy Works, first weekend of November. And then I am actually headlining the Red Clay Comedy Festival in Atlanta, why did I say it like that? that? That was so wrong. Uh, in Atlanta, November 13th. So that is going to be at the Variety Playhouse. I am so excited. You can get festival passes now, but individual tickets to that show will be on sale on August 15th. So save the date. So Chicago, Denver, Atlanta. I'm coming yeah. for you. So if you guys miss us, um, you can go see Ashley. And yeah. her stand-up is so funny and so much fun. I'll be at the show in Chicago. I might be at the Denver one too. I don't know. We'll see. I just come. just in the audience. I'm not performing. And of course, you guys know we don't take canceling these shows and moving them flippantly. We had a meeting with our agents yesterday. We picked 35 new shows to do. Um, so we'll be announcing them as soon as possible. We're diligently working to do this. So this isn't like we canceled it and you know, whenever. Um, we're working really hard to announce this for you guys and we'll have them all out as soon as possible. Yes. Um, I'm, just, I'm really excited to go to JFL. We leave tomorrow. So this will be a little dated by the time we get back. But the last JFL, two years ago, I like fucked this really hot guy who was covered in tattoos. He was so beautiful. And I was thinking about it today. It's like really topical for the episode because he was like so drunk. <gasps> yes. Remember? Like stumbling yes. around. Like, yeah, like crazy. barely could function. Yes. We went back to the hotel and we couldn't get any more like alcohol because it was like 2.30 in the morning and he was going to punch a hole through the bar tent, like the glass to like get some wine. I was like, this is the worst luck of no. all time. No. No. <laughs> so it's very topical for today's episode because I was thinking like, that's a guy that you like fuck on a date or on the road. You don't, you don't date that person. It's not, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. It's funny because I would, I just, if I feel like, and we'll talk about this, but like someone is so drunk, they're stumbling, they're slurring. Like I'm not fucking that person, but then I'm like, I used to be that person. (laughs) Like when you're you're both that person, you don't know. (laughs) And then it's funny to think of times when you and some other person were like the drunk couple and other people are sober seeing it. They're like, oh my God. Uh-huh. It's nice to have a running mate that's exactly the way you are. Yeah. yeah if you're we'll like that about too, it. go your part- for it. You're partner in crime. Mm, I, I wrote partner in crime. I wrote partner in crime down. I'm not proud of it. Um, but listen, I'm not above doing it again. He's so hot. Be, he's going to be there. So he un, he he started dating somebody, this like beautiful girl. Um, and I saw that he unfollowed me, which is like, I don't care. Um, and then I went to his page yesterday. I saw he was re-following me and really she is not. 
not there anymore. Like that's purposeful. Like he unfollowed and then refollowed. It's also weird he unfollowed me because I'm like a comedian. Like I'm in his world. It's not weird that he follows me. And you weren't like hitting him up. Like I miss miss you, babe. Like you were like, (laughs) that was a mess. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I was never, I never like reached out. We had a really nice, we had one exchange after we slept together. He was like, that was so fun. You're so great. Blah, blah, blah. Have a safe trip back. And that was it. Sometimes you just got to have a one night stand and keep it as a memory and not want anything else from it. And that's not like a hot take, but it's a lesson to learn. Like, let's just leave this where it should be. Mm-hmm. Not you everything know? has to be a Like thing. that dude in Greece. I mean, it's just like, it's what it is. He made Ashley a mark. <laughs> yeah, it's just like fun story, fun memory, fun sex, and let's leave it. Yeah, not everything is like, to reconnect yeah. with these people on vac- from vacation. No, what Sometimes is, you can. What does this mean? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it means you both had fun. What does this mean? <laughs> Literally nothing. I'm excited too. We, we were in when Europe, you, we were like so sad to come back. And I was like, Randy, you just have to like look at the JFL lineup, see someone that you're excited to like flirt with or fuck or whatever. And yeah. that's going to keep you going. Yeah. Till we get there. Yes. I'm really excited. I was, I was perusing the lineup, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated. We'll let you know. Um, and it's going to be really fun. So many of our friends are coming. Hannah Burner got new faces, which is a huge honor. We're so excited to see her perform. And Ali Colbert also Colbert, Colbert and Marcelo who hasn't been on the show, but he's our friend. We love Marcelo and Denver. You guys, I'm bringing Marcelo to Denver. He's no one's gonna, funnier. He's going to open for me. Well, uh, except for <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> no, he's so good. I brought him to DC. He is, he the will. way you bought. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I was about to agree that I was like, oh. Buy tickets to see Marcelo. Ashley will be there too. Yeah, yeah, I'll get open for Marcelo. So um, I should put him on the bill, but he is, he will be a star. Mark my words. He's so, so funny. So if you guys come see me in Denver, he will be there. Um, so I'm not going to like try to put you on blast, but you are running circles around my vagina. So um, <laughs> you, had a, you had a date last night. I, I had a date. I feel like this was a date I was excited to tell you about because of like what we did for dinner. It's just so funny because this morning I was like mad about something. And so I was like, I want to hear about your day. And then I started popping off and I was like, but I want to hear about your day. And then I was mad. And then I was like, I want to spend my day hearing about your date. So it was a roller coaster because in my mind, I like wanted to get mad about something with my business partner, but like my friend, I wanted to like talk shit yeah, with. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I don't want to like say every detail of the date. Like I just, it's someone I knew before and knows my friends and I don't need to recap it top mm-hmm. to bottom, but I just th- thought it was interesting because I, I did say I'm interested in people that are older, like, or my, my age or mm-hmm. older, you know? So, um, the person I went out with is 40, which is great. And we went on like a very adult dinner date. We went to Gramercy Tavern. I'd never been there. I knew you had. I mean, you, you didn't work there, right? So I worked for Danny Myers, his second restaurant that he opened, but yeah. like probably like his most famous in New York. It's like a three-star fine dining, really great wine program, amazing restaurant, special date place. Yeah, really which special. Is like, I really had a, such a great experience. Like, but... I wouldn't go probably to a place like that with a person I didn't know at all on a first date. I've even said it before. Like, I don't want to sign up even for a dinner with a stranger. It's a big commitment. And we were talking about like, they have tasting menus. So it's a lot of service. Well, at we, the table. We, I it's know we were doing the tasting menu and we sat down and he told the server we were doing the tasting menu. I was like, 
oh, are we? <laughs> like, I was like, okay. Like, I'm I'm here for it. The wine pairings. Uh-huh. Like, he's like a wine guy. So it was a nice experience. But again, like, if someone, a first date, a stranger, like someone from an app, which I'm not even trying to do that, but like, wanted to go there, I would be like, uh, and sit at the bar. Like, I wouldn't sit down and have like a drawn out long, hours long dinner with a stranger. But this is someone that I, I knew from before. So I was like, this is great. This is, I'm, I'm in. When I first moved to New York, when I was like 22, 23, I actually might have because I was like, I'm in this new city. I'm Girl's trying to like, eat. try all this new stuff. Yeah. I've got to eat. Now I'm less inclined to because it's, I'm, I'm like, if I want to do that, I'll do it with my girlfriends. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to do those kind of experiences. But I will walk back what I said last week about paying on dates. I do think that you should split dates with people. But it is really sexy if somebody's like, I made a plan. It's an expensive plan. And also, I got it. There's no weirdness around it. Like, that's how it should be with a man who's 40 years old. Yeah. That there should be no weirdness about paying. I don't want to split a first date ever. I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I mean, the only time I've said I did it is because I don't want to ever want to see that person again. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of circles back to what we were talking about. You can take my experience out of it. But like, if you go out with somebody who is an adult and they asked you out, they chose the place and then they want to have a nice experience. Like don't even pretend to reach for your bag. They, mm-hmm. they, they plan to pay for this. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, and that's, I'm not, it's like, that's how I felt, but that's how it does feel. There was no question. You, this is what you wanted to do. And I'm glad to be here. I could see somebody, I mean, at that level being like a little insulted if you even offered. Yeah. You just say thank you. And then you suck their dick and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I did not suck his dick. Um, no, she but, didn't bring that mango blowjob with her. I, yeah, because the blowjob's out of stock. Um, no, it was it was a good date. I yeah, I had a good Monday. Good. Yeah, Wait, it, it was a good way to start the week. Okay, that's the extent of you sharing. That's good. It's a good share. <laughs> it's a great share. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we'll leave it at that. You guys, I'm having like a dry spell, but I feel like it's not. Im- it's not intended. I'm just not trying. I feel like I'm in this place where I just don't care to try. Yeah. But if somebody else tried, I'd try. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'll get back out there, you guys. Yeah. I'll get back. I promise. I promise for you guys. I feel it. I had something I wanted to see how you felt about this. I'd already told you, but I wanted to talk to you about it on the show and like with the listeners. So I have been on Raya and with Raya and I guess with any dating app, you don't really know when someone like liked you. Like it could have been years ago when I was on it. Like, I don't really know. I don't know the inner workings of their tech, but I matched with this guy. Like he had already liked me. So I matched with him and it says like, you're connected. And then they're like in your inbox. Right. So he sent me this message and he said, hi, so I'm not exactly sure when we saw each other on here, but I started seeing someone. I figured I'd reach out since there always seems to be a lot of matching, then no talking. I'm not sure if this is better or LOL, which, <laughs> it's very much it's giving like gotta tell everyone I have a girlfriend kind of energy like I have two things about it I think it's a nice gesture I didn't need it and I don't care and I, I like if I reached out to you I would have really appreciated that but I didn't need that message out and, of nowhere but I found I think the intention was nice I think that he's probably hearing women complain or just in general knowing that like people match and then they just never speak to each other but that's also the nature of dating apps like sometimes you just match with somebody and you never speak to one another and if somebody wants to speak they speak and you know what I'm saying so it's you're just, being very kind I don't need that think message. it's weird oh, I, I think don't want it I think it's it's really weird I think that like you guys weren't like even if you were like exchanging nudes I understand that a little more because a guy would be like 
listen, my girl could see this pop up and I want her to understand. I want her to see those words that I told this person I'm seeing another person. Also, I didn't talk to you. You reached out to me unsolicited to tell me you're dating somebody. Also, then get off the app, bro. Why are you even in this neighborhood? Yes, like it's kind of like now I'm kind of coming around to like how I really feel. I (laughs) There she is. Why are you on the app then? I think it's really weird behavior. It was such a weird thing. And I, I mean, I do like, I don't know. The intention does seem genuine, but it's very bizarre. If you are seeing someone so serious enough that you feel the need to preemptively message a stranger and tell them about it, why are you on this app? I don't understand it. it. It's not like you exchanged nudes. You weren't sexting. You didn't have plans to go on a date. And then he like ghosted out of it. Yeah. Like there was no exchange of like emotional currency here that there's a reason why he should be saying this to you. The only thing it says to me, and it is so far-fetched that this would really be the case, is that the person he's dating is highly jealous. And he's like, she may someday go into this app and start going through my messages. And I just want some kind of concrete evidence <laughs> I'm not fucking around. But what take up, the app the off your phone. It's a crazy... Crazy thing. That's take the app off your phone. What, I mean, what, what are we doing here? I think it's really weird behavior. Isn't it weird? If you had, of course, if you had opened up the door and been like, hey, I just want to pick this up. Let's get a drink. Yeah, that's normal. Hey, just want to let you know. Hey, just in case I, di- I didn't get to reject you last time. So I just want to make sure I get to reject you now. <laughs> Honestly, the more we talk about, the more insane it is. To open a conversation on a dating app and be like, hey, not sure when, <laughs> when this happened, but I'm in a relationship. It's like, you're, I feel like this is a person's first girlfriend or something. Wait, when was the lowest? the last message that you exchanged? Right, I never messaged him. We we just matched. There's no, there's no explanation for this. Right. Okay. It's so fucking weird. It's very bizarre behavior. The only okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hypothesize another thing. I think this guy's just like, let me just see if I can get her to be interested now. Maybe she is a cheating fetish. I mean, what could the reasoning be? You had no forward motion. You didn't talk about anything. It's not like you were like, let's go on a date. And he was like, hey, I'm so sorry. That's really kind. If somebody is like, I mean, it's overly honest, but if somebody's like, I'm seeing somebody now, got more serious. 1,000%, 1,000%. Like he opened with that. It's bizarre. You've never met. What if he wanted you to be like, that's hot? (laughs) Are you looking for a third? Okay, well, another (laughs) app update. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. So we said this before that this guy liked me on Hinge. Remember, I was trying. I'm trying to stay off Hinge, but he this like trying to stay off. Like, I just like to go in there and see what's going on. You know, it's not. It's not for me. Um, um, it's not my world anymore. So, but no shade. Uh, so this guy had liked me on Hinge, like actively. Like he's active on Hinge. He liked me. This wasn't some old ass match. Like this could have been on Raya, whatever. Like I didn't like him. He liked me. And then someone we found out through a friend that this guy fully has a a partner and really should not be active on the dating apps. I guess there's a teeny tiny chance that they're open, but we just don't really think they are. And I didn't like him in the first place. I I had just X'd it out. And then we've been talking about this with our friend and she's like, I feel so weird about this. Like, I feel like I know this thing. And I don't And we had this whole conversation on the mm-hmm. podcast, maybe two, two, three, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. two, three weeks ago. And he liked me again and uh-huh. messaged me uh-huh. and was like, Hey, beautiful. And I wanted to go out and now I'm, I'm busy and I'm you know, going to other dates, but I wanted to go out as like a recon mission to see what's going on here. Like I'll catch a predator. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. A cheater. I'll catch a cheater. Not a <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I'll catch a cheater. It's really funny. Um, it's a really shitty situation. We told our friend who knows this guy's probably girlfriend. Well, I had sent it to her to say like, remember the whole thing was like, hey, do you know this guy? He looks like your type joking around. Right, and then right. she was like, no, that's my friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Right. So the only two ways I would tell a person is if it was my closest friend or an acquaintance. If it's somebody I didn't know super well, I don't really have like a dog in this fight. I might be like, hey, I just, I heard this saying. I just want to let you know. Well, yeah. I I feel like I would try to feel out if they were open because that's very plausible. Uh-huh. Like this guy is really out there. He's matching. He's messaging like active. It would be very shocking today. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Of course it happens. But for somebody to be using Hinge as a way to cheat on their girlfriend is very strange to me because the plausibility that you are absolutely getting caught, even in New York City, is pretty high. I mean, I just, it's like, I it's think that so they're, bold. it's either they're open um, or it's like, he does not give a fuck and he knows she'll stay with him no matter what. And he like, some guys are so sleazy. Like they do whatever they want all the time. They know you'll buy their bullshit. Uh-huh. They know that they can somehow spin it on you, especially if the girl's a lot younger and she's like obsessed with them. Like there's definitely t- tons of guys out there that are like, I'm going to do whatever I want. If I get caught, I will spin it. I'll lie. I'll get vulnerable. Like they're out there. It's it's fucking gross. Yeah, I mean, I've been. We're gonna do. I want to do an episode about liars so bad. We want to do an episode about one. I mean, yeah, there's pathological liars that'll lie to your face and gaslight you, and you could have screenshots of stuff. They'll tell you you're crazy. Hundred percent. Like this exists. You. It doesn't matter how nice the person is, how good looking, how kind they are to you. Like they can lie to your face and gaslight you like crazy, and it's happened to me pretty recently. Um, but absolutely, this is like either he is like such a scumbag or they have an open relationship. Like we're going, we're going to stay on it. We'll keep you guys updated. I want to find, I want to find out. I do too. And I, I think you're right. That's a good call to kind of like fish around with your friend and be like, are you, are you guys open? It's just, it's so public. It's there's apps for people that want to have a third. There's yeah. apps for people that want to cheat. Go on. What is it? Ashley Madison. I know. I kind of just like, I think I'm going to, all right, I'm going to message him back. I want to like go on a date with him and be like, do you think it's I too want much him to work? lie to my face? If it's a rush. I love knowing somebody's lying to me and yeah. making them lie more. It is such and a then rush. Catching them. Actually, what did you say? It made me laugh so hard about lying earlier. You were like, this is not how I live. Well, I caught someone in a lie and I can't really call them out on it. And I feel like I'm going against my ministry. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it when you like mansplained to me that like you're just not down with liars. It made me, I laughed out loud so hard. I like gasped. I don't, it's, I'm, I feel like I'm not being true to myself. I can't <laughs> call this person out. It's, I'm not going to get into the details, but like, you know, you ever have somebody lie, you're like, you're lying. Have I ever? Yeah. My, yeah. A lot. Um, um, absolutely. Right. It's funny. I mean, you are better than most at body language and, and just catching people in lies. You just are. Yeah. I mean, I'm really good at it. In another life, I would want to be a PI. Do you have, um, let me ask you, I've never asked you this. Um, so, you know, there's like tells for when somebody's lying, the way that they like touch their body, the way that their breathing changes, their eyes, like things like that. Um, do you have like certain tells? I don't know. It's just like innate. I'm just born. I'm born this way. Are you just born with that? I just, I think I have a really good handle on people and the way that they communicate. Mm-hmm. Like, you just know you, I don't know. I mean, I could, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to explain this situation, but oh, yeah. I, it was like, I could just tell, you could tell the way this person said this thing, uh-huh. the way they've stumbled over it, the way it was a totally fake thing, <laughs> you know, like it just it wasn't a good enough lie. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that you can tell also based on past history. I mean, I, there's you don't lie to each other. I think if I lied to you, like you would just know because yeah. I think that my demeanor changed. Well, every once in a while you do try to lie to me. At uh, one time. No, <laughs> twice. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, guys, one time, Raina told me that. She... <laughs> one time she told me she accidentally called this guy and I was like, what a lie. <laughs> And I was like, no, you didn't. I really didn't try to skate you, past you, it because it wasn't an integral part of the story. You can the, lie to him. The part you can tell him you accidentally called him. You can't tell me. And I was like, stop. And then another time, that time when um, you were texting with somebody, and I was like, who is it? I knew it was your ex, and you. But you didn't. Someone else was in the room. You didn't want to say it. But I like that is why because I didn't want to do in this lie. That was. It really was a crazy. It just flew out of my mouth. You're like, you're really just doing that. You really just flew out of your lie because I knew that you were gonna ask, and I didn't want to say it in front of this other person. And it was really uncomfortable. Yeah, that was, yeah, those two times. Listen, have the type of friendships that you know that somebody's lied to you twice because it's so poignant. It doesn't happen that often. I know it doesn't happen that often. We don't do that. And we wouldn't be friends if we did. <laughs> okay. We want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I are obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh. And they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. Okay. Thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20 and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, 
roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. So we're going to talk today about partying styles. This is really topical for summer um, and anybody's relationship, anybody that's had a different party style than their partner, whether it's drugs, alcohol, introverts versus extroverts, how Mm -hmm. hard somebody goes, I think you can relate. We have really funny stuff from you guys. We have some more serious advice. We have an email that we're going to answer. Yeah. And we did this topic when we first started the podcast, one of the first 10 episodes maybe. So we're kind of doing like a little bit of a reboot new information, new stories, new all the things. Yeah. And I I say everything I say in this episode, keeping in mind that like at different ages, you want different things. Mm -hmm. Even when we did this episode four years ago, I probably wanted different things from my partner. I don't think you should date somebody that you want to change. I think you should take what's in front of you. Um, Just sort of like evaluate the landscape. And also as we talk about this stuff, like I of course understand that like alcoholism and drug abuse are a very serious thing. And if you think your partner has something like that, then help them to get into therapy or encourage them or at least research that. So I don't want to sound flippant while we talk about this stuff. Of course, I take it really seriously. Yeah. This just isn't um, necessarily an episode about, well, this isn't an episode about alcoholism, addiction, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Right. So I just want to say that ahead of time. Um, you know, if you, if you really feel that your partner is suffering from that, do some research and, you know, yeah. address that in a serious manner. But this is more like my partner gets really fucked up and maybe I don't. Yeah. I do or you do and yeah. they don't. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just to get that out of the way. So So we thought we would start it light and we had asked you guys on Instagram... What did we say? My my partner got so fucked up. So we just said, finish the sentence. My This one time, my partner was so fucked up, they dot, dot, dot. Okay. And just finish the sentence. All right, I'm going to kick it off. Threw up on my hair while I was sleeping. Honestly, was shocked we still got married after this. That's true love. Uh, <laughs> threw up on a party bus inside of a cooler. Peed on my bedroom floor and blamed the dog. Oh my God. Stole a grill out of someone's tent at a football tailgate. That was so funny. They were hungry. Um, didn't tell me he got chlamydia from a sex worker he secretly fucked. Oh, yikes. Peed all over my best friend's suitcase. I knew a lot of this stuff was going to be pee. Um, oh, so much pee. <laughs> Oceans of pain throw up. Um, had a full-on meltdown slash tantrum in the streets of LA. That is my literal... We'll talk about it. It's my nightmare. Like, drunk fight. The tantrum. Oh, Absolutely my gosh. I remember not. one time my college girlfriend, we were all at, like, a wedding, I think, and I remember her seeing her partner, like, pack his suitcase and, like... He was like going down the hall, like he was going to leave. It was like two in the morning. We're like, where are you going? I've done that stuff. I've like packed a bag and huffed off and you get outside and you're like, where am I going? (laughs) Before the days of Uber, like you just like marched to the front door and then you were like, oh, I don't have anywhere to sleep. Okay. Okay. Punched a shop window and the whole thing shattered. Nope. I don't. People that are punching walls and stuff just fucking run. Anger anger issues when they're drinking? I don't. I can't. Or get get help. Uh, Ate me out while I had a bloody tampon string hanging out of my vag. Oh, what a king. If neither (laughs) of you, if he doesn't remember it, what's the difference, you know? Lied about his dying mother? What? When he was fucked up? Like that he said his mother was dying to like... Because he was drunk. He forgot. Like, why does this have to do with... Anyway. Maybe it's like a sympathy lie. Okay. Fell asleep while I was sitting on their face. 
un- maybe he fainted. Believable. <laughs> maybe, maybe you smothered him. Oxygen. <laughs> yeah. Crawled into bed naked next to my cousin. We've all been there. Uh, <laughs> when my my friend's boyfriend got in bed with me and like spooned me. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Have you ever gotten in bed with the wrong person? <laughs> I don't think I have. I pretended to. Well, I used to wake up and not know who was in my bed. Like I used to get so drunk and uh-huh. bring guys home and wake up and know there was a body next to me and be a little unclear on who it was. <laughs> <laughs> let me, we'll finish this, but let me tell this story. Oh my God, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Peed on my Uggs. They were never the same. Nope. No. They have to go. I'm sorry. They're expensive and you're just going to have to throw them out. They will smell like urine forever. There's no washing that. Tried to jump out of a moving Uber. Is this my ex? I swear to God, my ex from six years ago was why my Uber rating was never the same. We would fight in Ubers. He got out of the Uber one time. We were downtown land. He got out, jumped out of the Uber. Drunk fights. We'll talk about them. This Ugh. embarrassing you. Um, was trying to take his contacts out, but actually wasn't wearing any contacts. That That's is funny. So, I would sit there and that, watch. It you makes do me that cringe because you're like touching your eyeball. Oh my God. I would laugh so hard at somebody doing that. I'd be like, "Keep going, babe. You're doing great." And then started making whale sounds at the neighbors. That is a <laughs> funny animal sound to make, like sonar. What do you mean whale sounds? <laughs> Like sonar, it's crazy. Um, had sex with me with a tampon in. Okay, but like, girl, that's she sounds like your fault. That's my story too. Yeah, actually, this actually just wrote this list. Yeah, every other one actually is like that happened to me. Um, shit in the sink. (laughs) Shit in the sink. (laughs) You gotta go. You gotta go. What was wrong with the toilet? He'd like climb up on the sink. Love that. Um, he started crying about how we have to save the bees. That's really funny. I write really emotional about stuff. Um, he had to- <laughs> yeah, it is really funny that he just like he's sobbing. He's like, "We have to save the bees. They're part of the food chain, and they're really important." <laughs> Can you imagine? You're just like laughing. You're like, "I can't wait for you to wake up tomorrow morning." Sounds like something my mom so would do. Yes, it does. Cry about saving the bees. Uh, put on my sticky boobs. That's, That's so, so funny. funny. Pizza slap me. I'm obsessed with the tortilla, the tortilla slap. slaps. It makes I know. me laugh so hard. I know. Uh, maybe hold his penis so he could pee. I would do that. That's funny. I would do that. That's really funny. Um, bit my clit hard. Ugh. He. <laughs> this one time he was so fucked up. He told me he loved me. So funny. I've been there. That's so you. Many That's times. all you. Do you know how many times I've told a person I love them? Like every time. Ask me to mama bird his semen into his mouth after giving him a blowjob. Oh my I mean, god. Do that sober. Yeah. Like that. Cried because he loved me so much. That's cute. Left me mid-sex for mozzarella sticks. I would do it, that. That's a woman. That sounds like an emergency. That's something a woman would do. Uh-huh. I would do that. <laughs> Got the Chipotle logo tattooed on his ass in hopes of getting it free for life. He did it. That is so funny. Stripped down his boxers and hid my dog's crate. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> Tried to sleep with my twin sister. Fell asleep inside of me. I We've all been there. have been there. Threw a picture on the ground at a college bar. It smashed it into pieces to show me he loved me. And then the last one proposed. He was so fucked up. He proposed. I think we've all been there too. A lot of people get fucked up and they're like, I want to marry you. I want to get you pregnant. One of my good friends, she broke up with this guy and he was so drunk he didn't remember and she had to break up with him again the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Like to wake up and he doesn't remember you broke up with him. You got to do it again. It's really brutal. I like had sort of like a come to Jesus with a friend and um, I know she doesn't remember it. And then I was like, do I have to do this all over again? (laughs) But if significant other, I will. Okay. So let me tell you the story. So... In college, there were these two baseball players. They were friends and like, I don't know. I just would flirt with both of them. One, we like had a flirty relationship. I don't think we ever hooked up. The other one, we did hook up. The other one, we 
did hook up one night and like I remember waking up the next morning still drunk and like went to school and did a presentation. Like I was like, don't remember the presentation. Like I did that a couple times where I was like, yeah, I'm you're an animal. Don't remember what mm-hmm. I don't know what, what I'm saying right now. And then I would just like get an A. I would just throw on a jean skirt and a sorority t shirt and like go present. I can't relate. I just was like, I'm I'm not fully here. I'm drunk. <laughs> anyway, so I, I just remember specifically one night waking up. I was like, well, we finally we finally did it. He's still in my bed. I got to go to class. But his friend, this one morning, I woke up and I was, my back was to the wall. I was like facing like away, like facing towards the door, the bedroom, whatever. And I felt really sick. So I had on pajamas and I got out of my bed and I went to the bathroom and I felt really, really sick. And I felt like I needed to like get naked, like get my clothes off of me. I felt hot. I felt sick. You know, you just feel like you're going to throw up, you lay in the bathroom floor and you need to feel like the cold floor. So I get totally naked and I throw, I threw up and I'm walking back into my bedroom and I see I see him and we hadn't hooked up. He just stayed in my bed. So I didn't want him to see me naked. So I dropped to the floor. Like I was like on the floor, like army like crawling, army, army crawl, like military <laughs> style. I slinked to like the side of my bed and like got down in my drawers and like found another pair of pajamas and I'm down on the floor, just like trying to pull this on so I can climb back into bed with him and he doesn't see me naked, which is like so funny. Cause I was just so blacked out. It was the funniest thing. I literally got out of bed to go throw up and didn't know someone was in my bed and then saw them and dropped to the floor. And then I slithered back up into the bed with like a new pair of pajamas on. And he was like, are you good? Like he had seen the whole thing. He watched you do this? Like he was this like, so what? he was funny. like, are you okay? He heard me throw up. Like he woke up when I threw up. And then the randomly this day, my one of my best college girlfriends, Alex and I were going to drive to Fort Lauderdale. It was after exams and like she was seeing this guy and we were going to drive down to Fort Lauderdale and road trip it from Clemson. And she comes in and, he's in the bed and she was like, we're supposed to go. Like we're supposed to leave at like 10. And so she comes in and he's in the bed and she just like tapped my foot. And she's thinking like, Ashley's not going to Fort Lauderdale. There's a student in her bed. Like she's a mess. Like we're not leaving. And then she was like, are we still going to go? I was like, yeah, we're going like, to go. Yeah, we're leaving and the I house. like woke him back up. I was like, you got to go. It's time to go. Yeah. That is so And he funny. was like, what's going on? I'm like, we're going to Florida. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> There is no worse feeling than waking up and not knowing who's next to you. We've all gone through I've it. I've done it so, so many times. Like, it's really scary. And luckily, he was like this nice guy. Like, we've stayed friends. I mean, oh my God. It's just, it's nice to remember your roots. You know, like you talk about like how you don't drink that much anymore. You're not a drunk slut, but it's nice to remember you were one day. <laughs> the drunkest, <laughs> the drunkest slut. slut. I mean, I like fucked this dude all weekend with a tampon in and I forgot it was in there. And that's when I like had to go to the wellness center. I thought I had an STD. You guys, like, this smelling is, up the apartment. Uh, she's mentioned, she's managed to mention this to me twice this week. And usually I only get it once a quarter. <laughs> This is this is our quarterly story, she tells me. So, I mean, I like that you say like my roots. I mean, I just don't drink that much. I haven't been drunk in so many months at this point. I've really have no interest. But yeah, it used to be like all I used to do. Like, well, I, think I think so many guys didn't want to date. I think I was the drunk one that they were, were the like, problem. I don't want to, I don't want that. But I think it's good to remember that like people do grow up and change. Like acting like this in college isn't you're going to act like this forever. Like I was talking to Jared about this yesterday. Like if you break up with somebody, can you get back together? I don't know. Did you break up because in college the, your man partied too much? Yeah, you could definitely get back together people just grow up that's so true like I if these guys that just used to think I was a drunk slut could see me now like it's just I'm like a mature adult of course I remember I was thinking about this this morning prepping for the episode when I was in college I got a drinking ticket tailgating for this football game whatever I had to go to like some kind of like drinking class and the therapist was like how much do you drink 
per week and per session. And I completely lied. And I said five nights a week, which of course it was seven. I went to a big 10 college. I got drunk every second of every day. I said five nights a week. And I said two drinks per setting. Really, it was seven days a week and like four to five per per sitting. Oh, and yeah. When I said five drinks, maybe five nights, maybe two drinks each, she said I drank more than 80% of the female population. It's not true. And it scared the Everybody shit out lies. of me. I was like, what do you... No, I don't. Every, right. I, I think I was more truthful than your average person. Right. And was- I remember thinking like, do I have a problem? Am I a fucked up person? And like, listen, I can't answer that for other people. But like, for me, like... The four years of my Big Ten college ended and then I stopped behaving like that. And I drank maybe four nights a week instead of seven. Yeah, I mean, those things, I mean, for me, I mean, we've known I've gotten in trouble with alcohol so many times in my life. Uh, and so, I mean, I've had to fill those things out. <laughs> like, so <laughs> you know? many times. And you, you're always lie like it's insane to think of the binge drinking I used to do I mean like we would rip 10 shots and that's not an exaggeration I mean like so many nights were like truly if you were to count the drinks it's like 15 uh-huh you know it's 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 like so bad for you but I can't sit here and judge and I didn't and that in college by any stretch I did that well into my 20s mm-hmm. I mean not at the frequency but like still very much a hardcore partier liked being drunk. Maybe not quite as frequent after college, but equally as fucked up for me. Like this 100%. Per sitting, always fucked up. Never remembered the end of the night ever for years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable, but looks really luxury. Uh, So as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles, but the prices are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman. And it just passes the savings directly on to you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, your significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay, we want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life, one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. 
I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I am obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh. And they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. So I got this DM that I thought I would just read. Okay. Like I, I've been getting a lot of people sending me like I need advice kind of things. Um, so this one was just like kind of relevant. And I, I wanted to see what you thought. So she said, hi, Ashley, I want your insight. I've been in a long-term relationship for three years. We don't live together. We're 25 and we have a healthy relationship. The problem is my boyfriend is still in his college days drinking phase and never passes up a good time. And he's just a super friendly human. He doesn't realize when he's being too flirtatious or when to take a step back to stop drinking and focus in on the relationship. Anyway, he's on a trip in Cabo without me this week. I had to work and couldn't get the time off. He told me it would be his family friend who's a girl, some of her friends and some guys I don't know. Turns out it's six girls, four of them I don't know, and three guys counting him. I know I don't have to be worried about him, but I still think the situation is weird and a weird look for me. Imagine if I went to Cabo with six guys and two other girls. Would it be just as okay? I think he'd be very insecure and feel left out if the script was flipped. I'd like your opinion. Thanks. So I took a lot of notes for this episode today, just thinking about like what my boundaries are and what I expect at different ages. Mm -hmm. Um, And everybody has different boundaries. So you decide what's okay with you. Some people would be like, absolutely not. My man's not going on that trip. Other people I'd say, if you're a little bit healthier and you do trust your partner, I wouldn't mind the trip because I do think it's healthy for people to have separate hobbies and interests and separate friends. We talk all the time about how your parents are like that. And that's great. The, and also being 25, of course, you want to be social and party and go out. The lie would bother me. Why did Why did you create a situation where you're lying to me and I've found out now and now well, I don't, hold on, now do I don't trust you? She said he was like vague about who he was going with. He, he told me to be a family friend who's a girl and some of her some of her friends. I don't think she thinks he lied. I don't think that was the concern. I think that he was like, yeah, it's this family friend who's a girl and her friends. Like she didn't, I think it was like, he wasn't lying regardless. I, I don't think that's the issue. I think it's just like the optics aren't good and she doesn't like it. I think he, he seems like that carefree, fun loving guy. I mean, you, it's, do you, do you trust him or not? I mean, we can talk about kind of the drinking thing she mentioned up top, but like, I, I mean, I can't use Rob as an example enough. Like Rob is my best friend, my best guy friend. We hang out solo all the time. We're drinking, we're partying, we're having fun. Mm-hmm. It, it's always been like that. He has a lot of female friends and he is a guy that his phone is out. We know his passcode. Like he's just a guy that has nothing to hide. And not every woman would be okay with it, but luckily his his wife is and we love her. And like, I just use him as an example of like, you can be that kind of guy that really is like so trustworthy, but all the signs are there. Like he's never hiding his phone. He is so trustworthy. And like, I use him as an example. Not every guy is like that. So I think, you know, like if this guy's super open and he's like, yeah, we're going on this trip, it's going to be a bunch of girls. Like 
my thing is that I like what she said at the end is how would he feel if I did this? And that's the question to ask him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really non-confrontational, really calm, flip it on them and ask them how they feel way to open up a conversation. If I was doing this, whether it's any type of partying, if I came home fucked up, you didn't know where I was all night long. I Mm -hmm. rolled in the door at five in the morning. How would you feel about it? You know, to me, so many of these, like, can I date somebody that parties in a different way than me? Questions boil down to like trust and jealousy. And like, do I trust you to be out in the world without me? Like I refuse to live in a world where like I am feeling like I need to call my partner all the time. I need to text them every Uh 10 minutes. I need to text right away. I need to know what you're doing. Like all my most serious relationships, the person I was engaged to, my last boyfriend, my boyfriend in DC, I they could all have told me they were like going out with a girl all night long. I wouldn't have blinked. It just wouldn't have bothered me and I wouldn't have been with them if that was the case. And I think that all the jealousy in the world isn't going to stop somebody from cheating on you. You just you just have to be with a person that you feel secure. A hundred percent. And I mean, the drinking thing, first of all, ask yourself, like, do you really want to kind of be in a more serious place in your life? I mean, 25 is so fucking young. Like I was still partying so hard. That's like, I wasn't thinking about like, yeah, I wanted like a boyfriend, but I, we were, if I was dating somebody, we were going out, we were partying a lot together. I was very so much in that phase. So if she's like, I genuinely don't want to party like this anymore. I want to have a like more stable, solid life. Like, can she deal with him still partying? Can they have a communication about it? Or is it time to maybe call it? Which I mean, it's maybe not, but people can be in such different places for so long. Like guys will do this party phase, like living with their friends, like frat boy phase till they're in their thirties. Of course. Plus. Yeah. So it just, you got, have to figure that out. Like you can't yank someone out of that if they're not ready. They have to really want to do it. And you have to decide if you can do it. Like, I mean, again, if it's a thing of like, you trust your partner, he's still showing up for you. He's not blacking out for getting conversations. Like he's still a good partner to you. He just chooses to party more. Like, could you do other stuff while they're out partying? Like, is it that big of a deal? Mm -hmm. But I I remember dating a guy like after college and I just couldn't get him away from his friends. Like they were such the priority, like alone time with me or a date or quality time intimacy is not his priority at all. It's doing stuff with his guy friends. And we reconnected years later and he was in a totally different place. He wanted me back. We tried it and he kind of confessed his love. And I was like, this is not the person for me. But those years after college, like forget it. All I wanted to do was like be boyfriend, girlfriend with him. And he was not having it. Yeah. I think that that's a normal age to be like running around. Guys do it well into their thirties. And yeah. I guess you just have to decide if your lives are too different. Yeah. And I think in these type of situations, your mind, your own mind and your thoughts can be a very dangerous place and they spiral out of control. Yeah. And you can't assume that just because your significant other is in a scenario where they might be dancing with people or traveling or drinking, that they're going to do these things. You can't let your mind tell you that just because the last person cheated, that this will, mm-hmm. just because you don't hear back in 15 minutes that something is going on and it's spiral out of control. Just because your own anxieties are telling you this might be happening doesn't make it true. And your mind can be a really dangerous place where you spiral out of control. But if you're like, yeah, all the evidence points to the fact that this is true. Every time he goes out, there's some bullshit. And every time I look in their phone, I fucking see something. And it's always some half story about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Then no, you aren't ridiculous and you're not being crazy and you probably are right. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's tough if you're in a scenario where your partner has fucked up when they were drunk and did do something cheating or otherwise. And then like from then on all that you think they're going to do that every time they get drunk Mm because they don't know what they're doing. They're like blacking out. I mean, we joke about how I was just so drunk and such a drunk slut all the time. Like even back then though, like 
I, it never affected my work. I really like kept it together. I was a responsible person, whether you choose to believe it or not. I was, I mean, I got in trouble here and there, but like, I always showed up to work. Like I was someone people could rely on. I have kept my friends throughout the years. Like, but people like that, even I couldn't really date. Like when I was, it felt like you are a person that your partying is getting in the way of like being a responsible person in the world and you can't show up and I can't rely on you. Like I didn't want that either. And like today I don't want a person that gets like soppy drunk on the right. I couldn't deal with it. Like it happens sometimes if someone is regularly drunk, I am disinterested. I don't care how, if everything is perfect is aligned. Like if we're going out and you're getting like glassy eyed and you're slurring and you're stumbling around, it's just unattractive to me. And I didn't used to notice it as much when I was the same way. So like I've had plenty of relationships where we were just like partying, drinking, running around, probably look like two fucking messes to other people, but it didn't bother me because we were on the same page. But today I, I wouldn't do it. And it's not for me. I think we all just want a running mate, you know, and somebody who's on the same level as us and somebody who gets like fucked up like that. I don't think every time it's like such a big deal. I don't want to be around it, but like, is it a hobby or a habit? Is this a lifestyle? Yeah. Every time they go out, they're just so fucked up. Listen, if I'm dating somebody and they're like, I'm going to go out with my friends and act fucking stupid and get all drunk. Great. I don't have to be there. I don't want to see you like this. I hate to see you like this. Yeah. Yeah. Once a month, you want to get all stumbling around. You come home. I got you just like lazily lay on top of me and I lay there while we have sex and you're so hammered. Fine. It's funny. It's cute. Like if you are embarrassing me or not handling your life, completely different scenario. No, I don't have friends like that anymore at this age. And, you know, I'm coming from a place of where it's just an unattractive quality. If consistently you're getting so drunk, you can't handle yourself. I just think the older we get, your partner is a representative of you. And when they're out in the world, they are still representing you. And if you are embarrassing me, we can't be together. Like it's, it's one thing again, if you want to like go fuck off for the day with your buddies, but like, are we at a wedding and you're taking it too far? Like I was at a wedding and I saw a friend of mine with her boyfriend and I would say he has a bit of a, he indulges a little much. Yeah. He was so hammered, stumbling around. Oh my gosh. It was really crazy to watch. And I don't really know what goes on behind closed doors. It's none of my business. But he was so drunk and picking fights with her. And I mean, stumbling around drunk at like four o'clock at the point where like no one was drunk like this. And yeah. it was a spectacle. It was embarrassing to her. They were causing fights. He ruined the night for her. Like, yeah. I, I'm not dealing with this. I would, you would do that to me one time and I would make it clear this is never happening ever. Fuck. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And it's like, let's say that there's a world in which that's a, such a one-off. He, this person was dealing with some trauma and they just drank their way through it, but it's probably not. It's probably how they are. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. I mean, I used to be in a relationship where we did a lot more of this, where we got drunk and we fought and it was like, you don't think people are looking, but they are. People are paying attention. People love some drama. They can tell. You think you're being discreet. You're not. People <laughs> are like, that's a fucked up couple. Mm-hmm. Look at them. You know, it's just kind of like, it made me reflect on how I, you know, used to be in just a more volatile relationship like that where there was a lot of alcohol involved. And so that's another thing too, of just like, are you and your partner getting drunk and fighting all the time? Like mm-hmm. there's definitely two types of couples. There's couples that get drunk together and they're so fun and they're funny and they're dancing and they're acting crazy. Blake and Figgins, I'm thinking about them. They're like, <laughs> I want nothing more than to see them drunk together. Like I think they love each other more. Like yeah. they, they, they party together really well. And then there's couples that like, they're drinking together, me and my ex, for example, and everyone's on edge because you know, a fight's going to 
break out and it's going to end yeah. really poorly. And with this particular ex, like it was a huge part of why we broke up and there wasn't a world in which he was going to stop drinking. And I don't really even know if I was asking that of him. I think that I knew the relationship was over. I knew I was moving. So it wasn't like a me or the alcohol, but it was like, if you even want to continue seeing me before I leave it, there can't be alcohol. Like this is every time this is really affecting our relationship. And it was sad. It is sad. I mean, when alcohol starts to bring out the toxicity in somebody, and again, actually, we're not therapists. We can't really speak to you know when to get help or who to get help from. But um, if it's if they're insulting you, if they are fighting with you, if yes. they're <laughs> you know all the things, <laughs> yeah, all the things that used to happen with you and him. I mean, I would. It's not like I'm not going to classify it in anything, but it's it was affecting your mental health, and yeah. that's not good. And you could boil it down to the drinking, and sometimes you just have to call it. Sometimes you have to choose you over that person if it's really too toxic for you to be around. Yeah, because it was definitely like, I just wanted to like be drinking and having fun, but like he would always come at me, and then now I'm activated. I hate to use that word, but like it's, it's sometimes it is the word. I'm triggered, and so then I'm mad, and I'm drunk, and so now like we both became this couple together, but I didn't, you started this. <laughs> and now you're bringing out the worst in me. You know, it's just, I probably wouldn't even be this reactive if I wasn't drunk, but you, you did this and now look at us. It's embarrassing. Well, if the, but if he the, was also really mean, he would get really mean. So if the alcohol or the drugs are a catalyst for fighting, if it's a catalyst for my partner to not live up to their responsibilities, whether it's a partner to me or at work or just in general, like I don't want it. It's not for me. That's just, that's my boundary. That's the boundary I'm drawing. Like, I think it's hard to tell people that. And I would probably spend months with a person being like, please stop this, please stop this, please stop this before I called it. It's not like I'm so intolerant that like you do it once and I walk away. It's just, I read the story and I realize when I'm outmatched and I want you to either get help or we can't be together. If you're just like, it's not a problem. I just like to party a lot. That's okay. I, you're an adult. You can tell me that, but I don't have to be around it. Yeah. You got to ask yourself, what don't you like? You know, because I personally felt like there came a point where I, A, couldn't rely on this person to not pick fights with me, but B, sometimes like not show up or be too hungover for something or, you know, whatever, like not make the flight or whatever it was. So ask yourself why you don't like their partying. Are they still reliable? Are they still consistent? They just like to drink and party a little bit more. I don't know. Like, can you deal with it? And if not, I mean, that's just a communication thing. Like, I think that you and I are this like perfect example. I mean, maybe mine's even more extreme of like someone that just used to really go so hard and just is doesn't drink a lot now, drinks in moderation, doesn't really get drunk. And so people just change and then they grow up. And I hate to say like, you might break up over this, but people do. And sometimes it comes down to like, an ultimatum for lack of a better word of like uh, some, well, someone being like, I can't really do this anymore like this. And the person curtails their habits. And sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to tell a, this girl's 25 in that email. I think it's hard to tell somebody 25. I don't think you should party anymore. Cause they're like, based on what? Based on people my age. Based, right. Right. Based on what's going on around me. And then I think it's easy to get it thrown back in your face. Like based on me, clearly going to work and living up to all my responsibilities. You're going to tell me not to do this. Yeah. But like you can also just say like, I don't like this. Like I, my ex from DC and he's not like this now, but when we were together, he would work so hard Monday through Friday. Like nobody worked harder, longer hours, like 12, 13 hours of the office in a suit, no breaks. He would get so fucked up Friday night through Sunday. Uh, it was just not fun for me. Yeah. I was just like, you have no moderation here. Yep. So extreme. It's, all or nothing. And I don't like seeing you like this. This is like slop. We're not having sex the way I want to. Uh-huh. Like it, 
outside of it just embarrassing me it's just not fun i don't right. get to see you that much and like this is what i have to be around you're slurring your fucking words you're like being an idiot it's not like i wasn't drunk too i'm saying i was buzzed and he was blacked out to the max right and then during the week he's too busy to see you like you're like this sucks mm-hmm. um one thing she said that oh, why don't we keep going back to this girl's dm i'm gonna write her back <laughs> um <laughs> she says he doesn't know when to take a step back to stop drinking and focus on the relationship i mean this is something that you just say in the kindest way like I love our relationship I feel secure in it this is a little bit more of what I need and sometimes that is setting that date night a week where you do or you don't drink or you moderate or whatever where you're like it sounds like she needs to she wants him to be a little more involved and lean into the relationship a little bit more they've been together for years I mean also they're young but if we're talking broader so much of this is setting aside your date night for the week I think it's so helpful I mean like the one stint I had in couples therapy like that was the main thing that we would we had done before but they told us to bring back in our relationship was like you got to keep your date night Mm -hmm. like is so you know you have that time that's set aside for the two of you and they're not going to be out partying and you can focus in on your relationship in her words and I mean if they're not willing to give that to you what are we doing here yeah compromise is huge if somebody's like I'm not doing that well what yeah together we have to just call it you know I think you need to set time aside to just be together and not party and I'm also saying this like some people are like well I like to party my partner doesn't like to go out at all and my partner's such an introvert and that sucks too and I think you can also reflect a little and say like can I gain something from being with somebody that's such an extrovert like can I learn how to be a little more outgoing party enjoy this maybe I'll meet new friends like maybe I'll also hate it not like it but I think the people that are a little more extroverted and with a partner that's more introverted can learn from each other like something that's extroverted gotta be out every night like you can learn from an introvert how to sort of just exist in your own space a little bit and enjoy that yeah or maybe you don't want to do that at all and that's fucking lame to you and you don't date that person I know like that's the that's always what it comes down to if it's like you're so vastly different even if it's somebody that is like trustworthy and has their shit together but they just want to be out so much more like they just want to be social so much more and you don't or vice versa it's like well let's make a list of what you like about this person like Mm -hmm. this just might not be your match or you both learn to make it work kind of living separate lives which can also work too yeah we just can't say it enough you should be like missing your partner not doing everything together i think that extrovert introvert combo can can work well there just has to be trust I think so too. I think that there's like value in saying like, I'm going to go out with my friends and how nice is that to like your partner trusts you to do that? You yeah. know, I've only had a couple scenarios in my life where somebody was like so different than me. And there's like some things I'm willing to tolerate, some things not. I dated somebody a little bit who like went pretty hard on the drugs and oh, not yeah. a big drinker, but like he would like do MDMA on a Sunday or he would like take Molly and just like, or take mushrooms all day long. And it's, it's not for me. Like I've just, I've never been really big into drugs except for, I've smoked a lot of weed in my life. I've done a lot of Coke. I mean, I'll be totally honest and open. I always have been. Like, I've done those drugs a lot, but I'm not going to dedicate a whole day to like hallucinogenic drugs. It's just not me. It scares me, to be honest. I don't like it. I'm not going to be around it. And probably if your lifestyle is that you do this once a week, I don't know that we're a match. If you're like, I don't drink all week long, like, they won't have a drink with me all week long. And then they're like, their let loose time is to take like hallucinogenic drugs. That's, that's just not my person. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think the the drugs, I mean, I just don't do drugs now and I probably will like never do them again. I mean, I'll maybe smoke a little weed here and there. It just doesn't really, but I'm just kind of, I don't know. I heard like one person dying from Coke that had fentanyl in it. And I'm like, I'm never doing Coke again. Not that I was mm-hmm. doing it a lot. I've done it like a couple times, <laughs> but like to me, it's not worth it. And that's kind of where I 
where I fall of like just the even slightest chance that you could literally die. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I'm not, you know, that's not what I want, want to do. But I did have one friend that was like so judgy about drugs, like wouldn't date a guy that smoked weed. I'm like, bitch, come on. You know, and it's also my, my point with her was you drink alcohol most nights, you know, like this guy, the guy in question at the time, she hated that he smoked weed. I'm like, is he waking up and like firing up his bong? You know, like, no, he's just kind of like having a little bit the same way you have two glasses of wine. It's, it's not different to me. And I'm a big proponent of marijuana in general and legalizing it and getting people out of jail that have been in jail for it. Like I'm pro weed and I don't think many people are anti these days, but like that was a little hypocritical on her part. I don't know what she thought was so different than using a substance to kind of like relax a little bit. And I think that Coke, I mean, we have a friend that uh, he since has broken up with his girlfriend, but she just got so hard on the Coke and he was like, she's just doing it when her and her friends are like watching The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it's not it's really weirdly unattractive to me and she doesn't seem like a responsible person. And he was like, recreational drugs is fine, but snorting lines off the coffee table at 8 p.m. on Monday with your friends is like a little different. Again, that's a lifestyle to me. Yeah, and yeah. maybe you guys don't like match up. And I, I'm not judging that either. Like I was in college, I was maybe 19 or 20. I was doing coke a lot and I dated somebody who like really did not believe in drug use and was like, and I was like <laughs> lying to him about it. Uh-huh. And like, I didn't, yeah. I mean, listen, it was my hobby. That was my hobby. And <laughs> I would like do it in the car before I'd like, meet up with him (laughs) we all have a past you know i'm not gonna run for president at any time maybe i should i don't know but um i'll be the first person that admitted to doing coke outwardly that ran for president um and i would like lie to him about it and like that's bad too like we don't want to be with somebody that we have to lie to like don't we all just want like a running mate that's doing the same thing like the doing mdma or mushrooms or whatever on the weekends too like i don't care i'm not judging it but i'm not going to do it with you so like if our only social recreational time together is you being on drugs i'm not your girl for sure and i mean i don't want somebody that is I, I really want to t- I want to tiptoe around the word addiction here because again it's like a different conversation, but that is so committed or addicted truly to anything doesn't matter what mm-hmm. fucking watch a sport exercise <laughs> like I've been so strict with uh, something in their lifestyle like I don't really want it I at agree. all so it's kind of like if you if I feel like you are reliant on a substance of any kind I just don't think it's for me. And potentially you need help. Yeah. I don't, I mean, we say it all the time. I don't want to, I want anybody that needs to do anything all the time. And by the way, that's sobriety too. Cause I'm somebody that drinks and I dated somebody for a year that was sober. And I, I've said this all the time. I'm impressed by him and it's incredible that he was able to do that. It's not my dream to date a sober person. You know, I, if I had to pick one, if I had to pick somebody who's fucked up all the time or sober, I'll pick sober because sure. I think that's healthier for you. And that's his journey. And he was still fun. Also, he would like, you know, when you think about, can we date somebody who's so different than us? He still came out with us. He didn't care if we drank. It was fun to have a DD. He wasn't judgmental <laughs> yeah. about it. I will say when I was like hungover in the mornings and I wanted to sit on my floor and eat toast and a bagel, he was a little judgy about it. This was a carb load. Yeah. I know. And he was just like this piece of shit. But um, he actually wasn't judgmental about it. He was perfectly fine if I wanted to have a couple drinks. Um, He didn't make it weird. So yes, I could date somebody that's like that if 
all of those things fall into place. That's a lot of things to have fall into place. He was in therapy. He had been sober for five years. He was healthy in his sobriety. Otherwise, I don't know. It's again, I would consider it. I would never say never. It's just not my dream. Yeah. I, I, when I dated one sober guy, well, we met at DUI school and he had been like- <laughs> It was court-appointed sobriety. <laughs> he had been- he had a lot going on. He used to do a ton of drugs. He had gotten multiple DUIs, more than me, if you can imagine. And uh, <laughs> he uh, had had some mental health issues. Um, and he was totally sober. He was off of everything, like no no drugs, no alcohol. Um, he didn't have a license. And, uh, <laughs> so I didn't obviously drink around him. I actually really enjoyed our time together. We I, we would just spend like so many hours on hours and we would talk and we would just like hang out at the pool and I would drive us around and we would like go to <laughs> dinner. But I mean, I'm not proud of this. This is what I was like in my like mid twenties, maybe. Then my ex kind of came back around from college. And the first thing he did was ask me to go to this wedding, whatever. And that, so I kind of knew it was going to be over with this other guy. And I just got like blackout drunk and like went over there, like in the middle, like left the bar, uh-huh. drunk, knocked on his door, tried to climb into his bed, <laughs> just ready to burn to the ground. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like you guys can relate. Like sometimes, you know, you're going to burn something to the ground in the most immature, sloppy way possible. Yeah. I did in my last relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Our last weekend together. I mean, I'm not proud of it. I got, I usually did not get like rip roar and a hammered drunk around him. It like you said, it was nice to like spend some sober time with the person. Yeah. And like, I was hung over less, all the things I got the last weekend together. I got so fucked up. I met friends at this, like we were in Newport at this place. I was so drunk, screaming, acting like a crazy person. I like screaming in a positive way. I was just like a bunch of girls I met. I was just being drunk. And I was yeah. like, I would not behave like this around him if I thought we were going to stay together. Uh, <laughs> so sometimes you just burn it to the ground, you know? Sometimes you got to do that. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. Let me follow up. Years later, I see this guy at a bar, at the bar, at the bar, at a, at a bar, at the bar. I'm like, oh, he's drinking again, which is not... I hope he's okay. Of course, you know, like clearly alcohol and drugs were not a good thing for him, but he was like back, wait, off the wagon, on the wagon. He fought, you fall off the wagon. He fell, off, off, he the fell wagon. off the wagon. And he was like, can I get you a shot? And I was like, okay, this is crazy. So we like took a shot and then we ended up getting like kind of drunk. I'm like, this is crazy, but like, whatever. This is like a funny story now. And we ended up at this like diner in the middle of the night and he said something really offensive to me and I got up, left and like left him with the bill and never spoke to him again. Oh my God. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, you definitely shouldn't drink. You're gonna be saying stuff like that. <laughs> you ended the day, you were like, I knew you shouldn't be drinking. You yeah. stormed off. <laughs> Fuck you forever. That's so funny. Yeah, he says they're offensive. It was not good. And I was like, bye. That's like, crazy. I, I like had the urge to flip the table. Like I had the urge to be like Teresa Judice, but I like didn't. I just kind of oh like God, got so up. You. Yeah. You know yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, anyway. anybody that has anger issues that are incited by drinking, I mean, they, they should get help. They should. That's not, that's not an easy thing to be around. Yeah. Um, a mean drunk. I'm not like that. I'm such a happy drunk. Do you have any stories of like uh, somebody getting really drunk with you? I feel like for the most part, I've been really lucky that like most of my relationships have been like a pretty solid running mate. I mean, yeah. Yeah. My ex used to get really fucked up, but like, 
it didn't scare me in any way. My but, boyfriend after college for a year had some, I mean, he did have some addiction issues, gambling, sex, drugs, alcohol. I mean, it was every extreme in the world. And we had really toxic, volatile fights. It got a little physical and, you know, the, the relationship ended, but it was really volatile. Uh, and the only advice I have for that is you, you just, you can't be in those situations that are going to be yeah. dangerous for you yeah, mentally yeah. or physically. Yeah. Um, a funny situation? I don't know. I don't know that somebody like that would like last with me long term now. So I don't have like a ton of those. Yeah. I like really do like to gauge people if they're on the same page with me with that. Like I remember this is a guy that like I just slept with earlier this year, but I was like asking him questions about his life and everything. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do you drink and party a lot? And like kind of you brace yourself for the answer. Like, is it going to be like, oh yeah, me and my boys every weekend. And then it would have been like such a turnoff. Yeah. And instead it was like, uh, yeah, I mean, casually, like moderately. I'm like, oh, say more, you know, like it was just like the word moderate. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, and I'm a moderate. I'm like, what? Wait, what? No, he's hold like, on back he, up. He's like balanced. And you're like, oh, uh, I've had some first slash second dates where people get, they drink too much. They get a little aggressive and I don't ever go out with the person again yeah. um, that guy in Chicago years ago with like six drinks on a Tuesday and like got really emotional yeah. and all fucked up never went out with him again that guy I went out with in the fall a couple years ago who got it was our second date he was really fun and then he started to get really aggressive with me at a bar because I had like looked at another guy and I started to feel like a little like he was physically in my space, in space a lot yeah, yeah. It, it, like a little threatening so I got up and left never talked to that guy again no well I'd sent him a I tried to send him a we can't be together text and then actually oh I added it yeah I was like I see the word sorry which I don't love but Um, I I think it's just you know my advice is like if you see that early on don't continue down the road like that's the easiest thing for me to be like this is a huge red flag and walk away this is not like a maybe it'll change like for sure oh yeah 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 it's really early on it's easy for me to walk away I like just used to like I went on this date. This is my favorite date stories. This was this in college. This guy asked me out on a date, which I'm like, a date? Like a dinner date? In like in college, right? So I was like, what? So I had my friend, we had a like uh late afternoon, early evening class, and I was like, You wanna come over after class and pregame for this date with me? She was like, Yeah. So we like drank like a bottle of wine each. Like we got hammer drunk, and she was like, Ashley, I can't believe this guy's about to pick you up. And like all by that, all my roommates were, were over and they said I stumbled out. And to this date, like I already couldn't really walk straight. And they were like, this is going to be lit when she comes home. So he brings me to wing night at at this place called Explorers in Clemson. They had like cheap wings and pitchers of beer. I think I've told you this before, but we had a pitcher of beer. We filled our pine glasses and then he said, cheers, like cheers to our date. And I chugged. Chugged it. Can finished you it. What was going on? Finished it. And then just sloppily ate wings, just licking my fingers, like whatever. And he was still into it. So we come. We, the line does not exist for men. So we came back to my place to get a DVD. The kids are not understanding this right now. So we had a DVD we wanted to watch. So we came back to my place and we come back and everyone's still up. My roommates, probably boyfriends were over yeah. and everybody's awaiting Waiting. my return. Yeah. Walked in. His name was Chris. Of course the, it was. <laughs> the um, guy that I really liked that had a crush on back then was named Tyler. Called him Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> to witness this so, trash. This, <laughs> this dumpster fire. <laughs> so we get the DVD 
And the DVD was a DVD that Tyler had let me borrow because he like wanted me to watch this movie. And so I thought we were all connected. I'm like, oh my God, he wants me to watch this movie. So I had Tyler's DVD that I bring to this dude. And then we go back to this dude, Chris's house. And we have like, I don't even know, the sloppiest hookup. It's just, I don't remember any of it. Like, oh my gosh. And then I left in the morning or whatever. And I left my full purse there and Tyler's DVD. And so I was just like, I'm so embarrassed. I don't want to face him. Like I was so blacked out last night. My friends were like, you called him the wrong name. I was like, what? They were like, you were stumbling to the date. I was like, oh my God. And the wings and the beer, it like all starts coming back to me. I'm like, I can never want to see him again. And Alex, God bless her. She went over to his house to get my stuff. Like after class, she just knocked on his door. I mean, it was Clemson was such a like, no one locked their doors. Like, yeah, we knew where we lived. Down. She just showed up. She, we knew we lived in this place called Foy Creek. She just like knocked on the door. She's like, hey, I'm here to get Ashley's stuff. And he, she, he like didn't give her the DVD. She's like, I need the DVD. Like she's going back and forth with this fucking guy. He wouldn't give her the DVD. Days later, we broke into his house and got the DVD. <laughs> How'd you break in? Well, I think the door was open. The we just, I, we like, you just knew I knew, class. He, I knew he was a, I knew he was a class and I was like, we're getting that fucking DVD. <laughs> you broke and entered. <laughs> and then I stole another DVD just because. That's the rental fee. <laughs> it's the late fee on the original DVD. That is so funny. So yeah, I just, I used to be that, that girl, but you know, whatever. Guys I turned out them. okay. Yeah. So if somebody is a fucked up mess, they can grow up. <laughs> I think there's like a million outcomes to all of this. It's like, I think there's a million ways to like compromise and decide that your significant other can have other friends and a life outside of you. And that's fine. Yeah. I think people grow up. Like, I think there's a million solutions to this. You also might just be like, I don't know. I'm just not trying to be with somebody who does Coke all day every day. And that's fine too. Like, yeah. I don't judge whatever decision somebody makes in this case. Like, I just want a running mate that wants to do exactly what I want to do. Like, I want to drink at night at home. And I want somebody to not walk in the door and be like, are you having a drink at home by yourself? <laughs> like, I want somebody to be like, what are we drinking? I want a guy that makes great cocktails. Like, I want Jay. Like, Kate's husband, oh my gosh, a treat. If Jay's in cocktail okay. mode, you are in for a pomegranate margarita, maybe. Like, you're in for some, like, amazing cocktail. It's nice. I like my lifestyle to match up. It was interesting. We went to we went to Greece with this couple, and they were drinking just all day at the day at the day club they were drinking at night they wanted to stay out late get like drunk have a good time and they both like individually were telling me like at home they don't drink at home they don't go out a lot like they're very similar like I think that's a good yes. match in terms yes, of the party yes, style yes. like wants to be fucked up on vacation let loose go crazy but both of them in their city where they live we're all set we don't we don't open a bottle at home like it's very similar that is so true like find that match mm-hmm. Um, Okay, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed and you can find everything you need at girlsgottoeatpodcast.com or vibesonly.com. You can follow... This is going to be whack. You know what Uh, I think you should do is you should separate the two and start with vibes only and just start with vibes only. Excuse me. So you can shop our product line at Vibes Only. You can download the Vibes Only app. So get that. We will have the Rada back in stock soon. You can grab that blow gel and that lubricant now. You can get your Ashley. The Ashley's incredible. You guys are having orgasms through the roof with the Ashley. So we love to see it. And of course, download the app. And then you can go to girlsgotteatpodcast.com. Follow Girls Gotta Eat Podcast on Instagram. I am Ash Hess on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Raina is Raina.greenberg on Instagram. Girls underscore gotta eat on Twitter. Vibes Only on Twitter. And we'll see you next week. That was good, right? Yeah. Have a good week, guys. Bye.